Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Jumbo, everyone, what's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we ask our good friend and Disney animal care specialist, Eddie Simone, questions you, the listeners, submitted. I cannot wait for this one. Make sure to visit our website, happiestpodcastonearth.com, for all of the latest merch, episodes, information, and more relating to the podcast. If you can't get enough of us, you can join us on Patreon via our website to become a part of our happiest fam on earth. For just a few dollars a month, your support on Patreon will get you a bunch of extra content, giveaways, live events, and more. So we hope to see you there soon. And of course, you can join us every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, where we talk to you all live on our Facebook page before we record our episodes. Now, with all that being said, let me introduce myself and your happiest podcast team for episode number 131. My name is Jarrett Fenema, and I am joined here today by Lauren Del Toro. Hey, y'all. Corey Benty. There he is. Hunter Hazen. Hey, hey. And the one and only Eddie Simone. What's up, Eddie? How are you doing? Thank you for That's having me. That's what I'm talking about, man. Thank you for being here. Super excited to have you. Should be a super fun episode. Uh, one of hopefully many. That's for sure. Why not? Uh, but let, let's go around the room, talk about anything you guys want to tell the listeners before we get started. Mm, I'm officially 31, so we can stop celebrating all my birthdays now. Oh, <laughs> stop so that's birthday. that's all that happened since that's where you're stopping we last the clock. Every yeah, year we're done. 31. <laughs> we're done. We celebrated the 10 year anniversary of my 21st. Also, it was another important day, so we won't forget that it was also the 20th anniversary of 9 11. Um, Mm-hmm. All at the same time, but yeah, it's a lot. It's aging stops now. Uh, I'm done. I'm 31 forever. Eldo, <laughs> mm. I gotta. I saw this picture of you and your man over the weekend, and for a second, I, I, maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the only one. But does anybody see a little Hunter Hazen? Oh my god! Excuse me. Wait, what? what? Oh, wow. Does wow. anybody see a little Hunter Hazen doppelganger? To, I'm already no. going to right now. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I've been dating this man for a year. It never has that thought crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm checking right now as we Sorry. start. Sorry. <laughs> <What are you laughs> doing? I oh. thought Hunter oh, was in Florida. Like, That's so Hunter, weird. I thought stop. Hunter was in Florida oh, over the stop. weekend. Hold on with the hat. It's Hunter with the hat. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you right now. Why Corey. did I not see this? Uh, only here on the podcast. Oh everybody. my um, gosh. Interesting news there. You're gonna have, have you been I, holding on to that one for a week? <laughs> How long have, have you been, been waiting to say this? I, there's been a couple things I've put a in the group chat, chat and then mentioned that. Backspace. That I've backspace on a lot of it because I'm like, you know what? I'm pulling this. This will make for great content. Oh. This will be for great content. <laughs> Sorry, right, Eldo. Take every picture that Hunter posts of Sebastian, and you're just going to have a more tan Sebastian. Oh, my gosh. You know, Sebastian's a real cute kid, but... It's a very cute kid. He's a very But cute what? Kid. Watch but... yourself. No, I was oh, going to say... Who said but? I did. He said but. But, but also... he's got a few things. <laughs> Jeez. Well... That's All right, it. well, this episode actually just changed. What is wrong with Sebastian? There's absolutely <laughs> nothing. He's a perfect child. What I was going to say is I hope my kids look a little more like me and Zach, if God willing, we are Hunter. able to have children one day. 
No. No, not me. That is so funny. I do right. see it, Corey. I do All right, well, see I, it. I apologize. Okay, onward. You all feel onward. Someone okay. else has to have news. All right. No, I do. I do. I do. Completely I do. So, out of left field. I, I don't think we've brought this up yet, but did you all realize by the time we get there in January on a cash trip, we will not have Everest? Everest is, is going, going down, down for refurb. What? Yeah. what? January through April. We will not no. be able to experience it with the cast. I'm a little upset. I'm okay with it. Not going to lie. I would get sick, bro. Eddie, are, Eddie, are y'all are y'all taking care of uh, old Betty in there or what? What's what's going to happen with her? Are you guys well gonna... overdue. Well overdue. She, she yeah. in season two of Animal Kingdom. It's a well overdue refurb. Do, do we think the Yeti will be working at no. the end of that refurb? <laughs> no, they're just no, bad never. probes. Now it's just part of the attraction. So I can get into. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They need, they need a lot wrong with that one. They need four Uh, months to add about 70 additional strobes to the Yeti. They're like, I just think it needs more. (laughs) Just a full strobe and music. It's not going to work, but add more strobes. (laughs) Rock and roller coaster. Everest edition. I'm just ready for Tron. So. Oh my gosh. I'll be, I can't wait for Tron. I will. I won't lie with that one. Probably another five years before I can get on that. We'll get you on, Eddie. Eddie, just for being on the show, we're going to get you right on. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. Because we've got a lot of pull. We've got a lot of pull. pull. I'm pretty sure he has more power than we do. Hey, no, just give it. Me and Bob go way back. Bob, who? Uh, My grandpa, Bob Bishop. He's a great (laughs) guy. He's actually passed away now, but RIP, grandpa. Not not (laughs) Shapek. No, not JPEG. He's not good. Oh. <laughs> okay. There goes our event passes for the next. Um. All right. So there you go. Cool. Love it. Anybody else? All right. Um. I have a few things. So we did come out with the new design Halloween merch. Make sure you check it out. Uh. You know, a lot of work went into that. A lot of, a lot of good stuff. So Corey's wearing it right now. Let's go. Yeah. You know I love my you know I love my Dude, Halloween. Eddie is a huge Halloween Dude. guy. I mean, I got like, a pumpkin right there with the haunted let's man. Go. There you go. Let's go. I mean, I got like 20 more pumpkins on me, but I need to see this Halloween merch. Yeah, dude. Come ch- dude. Maybe we can get you a shirt for being on. Just saying. Might need some uh, also, beer. dude. Are you a big like horror nights and hollow scream yeah, guy? Dude, come to Hollow Scream Tampa too. I'm down. I'm going Saturday. I'm let's go (laughs) you know i love it you are a big halloween guy anything like you're the big like nightmare before christmas and stuff too right i got that tatted as well already yeah let's go speaking of christmas hunter's got this christmas shirt on for no reason (laughs) been wearing it for months (laughs) i are christmas shirts we're so comfy i got the long sleeve black one it is way soft well because it's different the rest of ours are those comfort colors which are my favorite but that christmas shirt is so comfy Mm. working on this year's working on this year's as we speak i was gonna say we'll have it hopefully here uh once halloween is just wrapping up so boogie boogie bash dude that looks cool they have the parade and everything i'm kind of salty about it i feel like disney world's behind disneyland a lot here a little salty. I get it. <laughs> um, also, real quick, I am finally an annual pass holder for the first time in my life. Never Aww. done that before. So that was a so good exciting. feeling. I went this past weekend uh, with Nick Foster, Savannah from Disney Bars blog, 
Um, had a really good time at Hollywood Studios. Got to try some of the cool fall treats. Uh, Nick Foster tried a lot of them, or a pretty good amount of them. He's going to be posting that video here soon on our uh, YouTube page. So make sure you check out our YouTube page as well if you want to see all that good content. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, I also want to say a lot of people, I talked about being a flag runner for the Bucks. I was not able to go this past Thursday night for the opening game, but. But she told us. Yes, but I will be there this weekend. First game of my career with the Tampa Bay Bucks. You'll see me on that field, baby. Watch out. Get your new football cleats. You went and bought them and got got, set up. I've got online orientations. I, I think they're just going to get me all my stuff Sunday oh, morning. Dang. So I'll have my shirt, shorts, everything. Dude, I'm ready to rock. What was your 60-yard time or 90-yard dash? Time? Oh, I have blazing speed. They didn't want me in the front because I would just blow by everyone. So I have to, like, get held back by everybody, uh, probably near the rear of it. Job requirement is to wear as many armband and leg Dude, bands as possible. I'm a big armband guy. Listen, Gotta wear Eddie, the calf band. Eddie's a big Jimmy Buffett guy like me. Jimmy used to always rock the sweatbands, and he always does. And I, I always loved the color-coordinated wristbands. That was something I always did. Um, and then I found out I was the only one in school that would ever do that. So Wait, I you that. wore them, like, to school? Oh, that was the best. You color-coordinate all day. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> color-coordinate sweatbands. To class. Wow. To math class. I will find – I will make that popular again once – Is that, like, showing her age? Is that is that what this is? Maybe that was cool back then. <laughs> yeah, that was. There it was. I still wear the three striped Adidas shoes as well because that was okay. Well, those came back school. into style, so yeah, that's... yeah, you're you're good. Love yeah. that one. Yeah. Um. All right, and then for our Patreon people, uh, really exciting. We had a lot of good stuff coming. So, uh, big shout out. So we're doing some. Uh, we're gonna do that Disney Cards Against Humanity for all those people that are buying that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and then, uh, it's going to get rowdy. It's going to get rowdy. going to be fun for that. So if you want to get that Patreon members, go ahead and order that. And then we'll have a night for that. Uh, I also have my pool rankings episode coming out. Uh, we're doing a Halloween movie and yeah, Halloween movie night. A lot of them. I think we're going to do at least three or four of those, uh, for sure. What was that about? Dude, we just, uh, so Patreon, all our like paid supporters we do on, so like we'll go on uh on Zoom and I'll basically like play like Nightmare Before Christmas. We'll do we're thinking about doing like scary, scary movies, like non-Disney related. That's like the most I'm trying to make that, that more mainstream because I got like, <clears throat> that's most why, why do people not talk about trick or treat? I don't know. Because it's just a low budget film and it, I mean it's not really cheesy. You got Snooky yeah. from True Blood in there before <laughs> she like became famous, but uh I love Sam, and um, I feel like that movie needs to get – it's starting to get a little bit because of Howling Horror Nights, but before that, no one knew about Church. Mm. I feel like it needs some loving. Oh, yeah. It's very underrated. I agree. I feel like it doesn't. Maybe That's one I'll, I'll probably play now. Just always leave candy. You got to always remember, have candy at the door. Yeah, always. Last time better. I attempted to watch a scary movie, I had an exact – Attack, so I will never be doing that again. Which you just, movie? You just have to pick 21st Century Fox scary movies. Then you got to stay on brand. I'm just not going to ever watch a scary movie. Eldo, what movie did you attempt to watch? Um, I watched the whole thing and I was fine. It was Strangers or something like that. And oh, it was a, that's a good one. I survived it, but I think I was holding on to that anxiety of not wanting to watch it the whole time. That as soon as it was over, it like all released and I just started like bawling and like could not breathe for like an hour. 
Yes. It's really, I just got really anxious. So I'm just never going to do that again. Wow. <laughs> my, my dad lives in the middle of like the woods in a cabin. And ever since that movie, when I like would stay over there, it's just pitch. Like it's just quiet. Mm-mm. It's dark. And I always just think about that movie. Like if there's just some random person that came knocking at that door, it's I for would me, crap my pants. No, for me. More of like Evil Dead. Evil Dead with the cabin in the middle of the woods. That's what oh. I'm you of. Oh my gosh. Dead. Yeah. Dang it. Well, Jared, never Jared, Jared, you know, hey, you know what you could do? You know the new Halloween, the new Michael Myers movie. Oh. They're going to stream it on Peacock October 15th. Oh. So uh, they're going to release it in theaters and on Peacock. So okay. if anybody here, including yourself, I can't Jared, wait for that. Jared, you might be able to just use my account. Um, All right. But they'll be releasing that. Y'all can stream and watch that. I'm that pumped for that. Me too. I loved it. I love dude. That. I love that they got like the old character. We got some good reference going on. References. The be best. Great. What a I know. Jamie I Lee, it. baby. Jamie oh, Lee. A lot of Halloween. I, I know. Oh. What a badass. <laughs> I'd love dude, it. I quick, ch- love quick story, real quick. I was at I was at a movie theater in LA a few years ago, Arclight Cinemas in Santa Monica. I'm getting my popcorn and I hear this lady behind me and her, her talking. I'm like, voice sounds so familiar. I look back. Who's in line behind me? Jamie Lee Curtis. I could not believe it. Could not believe it. I had to leave the theater. I was like, Michael's probably coming. No way I'm being in a theater with this woman. No way I'm getting murdered here tonight. It's good seeing, it's good seeing you, Jamie Lee, but you're on your own on this one. All right. I love that. All right, Laurie. Laurie, I'm out. Later. All right. Well, there you have it. That's all I have. That was a lot of stuff, but a lot of good things coming our way. I love that our Patreon people, a lot of them are Halloween supporters. We're going to have a good time with that. So, uh, and expect a lot of more, uh, a lot more good stuff too. Star Boys, we're definitely going to record hopefully soon to get more stuff out and we'll, we'll get things going. So, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, our first time ever, ask Eddie Simone. Let's do this. <laughs> I love it. I feel like we've got like Steve Irwin or like Jack Han on the show. Tonight. Oh, he's it's even awesome. better. Even better. Eddie best. Simone. He's got, he's got some... He's bringing some animals out with him. Oh, what is that? I, I only have one question, so we'll wait for it. But I have one question. Okay. I got to be back in the barn in like seven hours. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to try to move through this kind of quick. I know you're on a time crunch. That's a zoo line. No worries. We'll get to your listener questions, and then I'll ask one. Yeah, I can't yeah. Um, All right, so let's go through these questions. So, again, our listeners were able to submit these on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Uh, I pulled quite a few. There were some of the same questions and stuff. If your question is not read, I apologize. But again, we're just trying to, to cut this. And we, hopefully, again, we'll be doing this uh, soon. So you can ask your question again if it is not answered in this. But a lot of fun questions, a lot of just normal questions that you would think would be asked. Uh, I'm excited to go through these. So uh, again, if Eddie, just kind of introduce yourself real quick, who you are, why we have you on the show. Um, and there you go. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm Eddie, um, animal care specialist over at uh, Disney Animal Kingdom Lodge. Been there full-time status for over 10 years now. Started my time with Walt Disney back in 2007 when I started that college program. Mm. Uh, yep. Good uh, times. Good KSR, times. KSR driver uh, in 2007. And um, yeah, I went to school at St. John's University in uh queens new york queens yep queens queens boulevard baby uh kind of like i would actually funny quick story about background me i did pharmacy actually as undergrad and postgrad 
but uh, I gave that up because I wanted to follow my passion for conservation and wildlife for uh, animals. I love you. What's that? I love you for that. Oh, it was a while. It was a struggle. That's why I came back. I actually, and then also there was icing on the cake. I just had a blast in my college program. Chatham. Oh, yeah. Chatham, Chatham, baby. Chatham, Chatham baby. Let's oh, go. Chatham all day. Um, Patterson wasn't even built. That's just telling how OG I, I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I came back and I wanted to follow my pursuit. Really had no um, anything lined up. So I went back and just was doing safaris until I, I was able to get my way into uh, animal care. So did you do program. anything for school like school yeah. related for that? No. That's so well, cool. I mean, like I feel like these I, days that's hard. The one thing I did um, was my last year in college, I went with one of my uh, prof uh, professors of the Galapagos Islands and I did research out oh, there. Wow. So that like sounds like some, they did the uh, Ted did that on Creek. Mm. Nobody watches yeah. that, but I do. I love Shit's Creek. <laughs> I love Shit's Creek. David. Yeah. David. Oh, uh, David. David. Yeah. But yeah, the Galapagos was amazing. So that was like, that was like Steve Irwin for me because I was out there in the wild, nice. no humans around, it was just me and nature and the ocean. That's cool. Uh, with so many different uh, species. And I was with, uh, you know, the blue-footed boobies. I was with the Darwin finches. I was with the Galapagos tortoise. Whoa. Uh, oh, cool. I could just go on and on. And uh, blue-footed boobies were hilarious. Their mating dances are pretty funny. If you've never seen it, just probably Google it. It's, it'll give you a good little laugh. But, um, but, yeah. So then I just came back after that. And when I, after I graduated, I probably did like a year of pharmacy back in Connecticut. And I just, I was already burnt out. So I wanted to follow my passion, like I said. And. Moved, I went back down to Florida, Love to it. Disney World, and uh, here I am. Seems Let's to have worked go. out for you. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've been, yeah, it's 2007, so now we're at 2021. Here I am. I love it. That's awesome. Well, there you go, Eddie yeah. Sloan, everyone. Again, you will be meeting him hopefully multiple times. Um, let's go through some of the questions that you, the listeners, were able to submit to us. I think a couple of them I threw in uh, myself. Uh, and we'll just have some fun. So uh, first off, I just want to say this is my big question I ask all the time to people, pretty much 50-50 split as to what people think. I want to hear your expertise, even though you don't really deal with either of these animals much. A silverback gorilla versus a grizzly bear, who wins in a fight? Silverback gorilla. Let's go. So you heard smart. it here. You heard it here. And that's I from agree. the animal expert. I'll take, a take that to the bank. <laughs> Let me tell you, why do you think that is? Uh, primates. I mean, how he's built the solar back pound for pound. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to get a, you said a grizzly, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, the solar back's too agile, too quick, too strong. I think so too. too I think smart. the fact that he can grab is just yeah, kill, like killer. quicker. He'd be able to do more strategic stuff. Smarter. Mm -hmm. I mean, King Kong. Harder than the average like there, you know? King Kong exactly. can take on a T-Rex, so I think Silverback. <laughs> I know really that's what that's what my family always says. They're like you base everything off of what you see in King Kong. <laughs> well, there's a fact that he can take down dinosaurs. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right, so next one: Could a stampede of wildebeest actually kill a lion? And if so, has it actually ever happened? In the wild, of course it has. Yeah, I would think so for sure. Because we do not have the lion. Well, I don't have lions at the lodge, but 
just yeah. you know, like at the park, they're not together. So that'll never happen. I think that's a pretty, like a stampede of wildebeest could kill almost any, Anything. Like an elephant can stand there and a yeah. stampede of wildebeest. That's why they always have births. Um, it's very cool with uh, wildebeest. They always uh, synchronize their births, pregnant uh, females. So they want to give birth around the same time to add the numbers. So they oh. don't have any of their calves be singled out by the predators that have been stalking them for like days or weeks. What? So I didn't know them. that. Yeah. So they want to have, have be born at a certain time together. And then that's why wildebeest are up and walking in less than 10 minutes. Just that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Crazy survival tactics. Uh, love that. I didn't know numbers. that. When you have strength in numbers, you have better out of survival. So when you get isolated, then it's tough. Love it. Um, all right. Which animal do you feel is hardest to breed in captivity? Uh, I would say, I mean, for, I'm, I'm just going to talk from my own experience and what I've been working with. But as of right now, um, we have been in great success, to tell you the truth. We've been um, very lucky and fortunate throughout my years at the lodge, uh, being able to successfully breed our animals um, mm -hmm. through our survival species program. And um, we have a lot of dedicated other uh, team members with me um, that put a lot of time and work, passion to make sure that these animals are set up properly and to succeed to the fullest and to their potential to be able to breed for their population survival. Um, but if I just had to think of a hardest would probably be our Rupel's Griffin vultures or the flamingos. Flamingos mm. actually took, oh man, it was like over a 10 year drought, I wanna say maybe more. About a year and a half ago, I think it started when COVID happened. We were actually starting getting eggs. It oh. just there's a lot of factors with these birds, especially with birds because they mate for life, and that's like kind of like our vultures. It takes a while for them. I'm actually rocking a nice conservation shirt. My vultures, Rupert's Yo, vulture. So, I'm also real quick. I'm gonna butt in. I've never seen anyone more in love with vultures in all my life you are obsessed with vultures i'm obsessed with vultures because I, they're so mis kind of get on top but they're just so misunderstood um in general how they play in their, in their role in in this world in the eco world of keeping diseases from spreading um they're mother nature's number one recyclers and without them uh this world would be uh pretty Dude, dirty yeah that's so awesome i love that because you're right i think they just get such a bad rep. Yeah, but. they get such a bad rep through like. Through I blame the Jungle Book. Yeah, movies, cartoons. Yeah. Um, they're always associated with death. I mean, carrying Splash, here, Splash so. Mountain. Splash Mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, they do a lot for us. They do a lot. Um, there was a study in India a few years ago uh, about rabies, and and they were, they were actually having they were almost extinct of their vultures. Um, due to poisoning of the vultures through cattle. Um, that's another story. Um, Cause they would treat these cattle um, with a certain drug. And that drug was just, it was a cheap drug that they can use for their cattle for like pain management. And then mm -hmm. these cattle would anyways just die. And then the vultures would eat it. And the, that what they had in there, the oh. vultures would uh, get killed by it. So they oh saw a big God. decline by like 99% was, you know, extinct. So there was a big case of uh, rabies mm. uh, through India. Cause vultures just have like, 
the craziest digestive system where they yeah. can handle like they anything and like not many anthrax. animals have that right yeah they can handle like anthrax and yeah crazy. they have super acidic stomachs it's like me drinking kombucha every day trying to get them out <laughs> so uh yeah they um they they can handle a lot and that's why um we need them i mean okay. I not about them but our main role is just keeping all those deadly bacterias from spreading I love it. I got to So Eddie here in Waco, yeah. we have the Cameron park zoo. Yes. And you would not believe the vulture population that has like completely taken over the park. And I feel like there's, they have some sort of, I mean, they're protected, I guess in some way, but I guess they are also have now found that the zoo is just like their place. I mean, they're everywhere. I mean, within the giraffe exhibit, I mean, within the bear exhibit, I mean, they're just, there's, thousands yeah. of them now i mean you can't even count them they're just they've totally taken over i don't know like i said they, they've, they've got signs up and stuff like that around the park and all uh but it is it's just fascinating i guess they have to be good because otherwise i can't imagine that they'd allow them to do what they're doing there with them but yeah you um, could see them crazy. on the tourist car ride there are a lot too at the park as well yeah. you know scavengers carrying but yeah there's there there are a lot it's good it's healthy population we need that for sure all right. Uh, this one is not a great question for you. Um, I was just curious what you guys would think, our team here. What exotic animal do you think would taste best? No. <laughs> so Eddie, Eddie is a vegan. Yeah. Eddie's a vegan. So this is not a great question for him. I told him I've been, yeah, I've been vegan for a, probably six, seven years now. That's awesome. Which good for Did you. That start from you working with so closely with the animals. Yeah, actually, that's what I was telling him earlier today when I was, yeah, I was, I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm actually been vegan for that long. Um, but yeah, definitely. That was one of my main reasons. There was multiple factors. 10 years ago, that was like started my transition of going to a full plant-based diet. But yeah, working with like Red River hogs when I was, you know, being Lebanese and Italian, mm -hmm. I would have, you know, pork, salami every day, whatever. But once I saw how intelligent these animals were in my care, like the Red River Hogs, where they're smarter than your own dog that you have in your house. Yeah. And um, I just have a connection and bond with them. And it was just something from there, including all the other, because the majority of the animals I work with are all prey animals from, you know, lions, cheetahs, leopards, so forth. And obviously then humans that are, you know, in Africa for uh, other reasons or trophy hunting and can talk, but, um, but yeah, so I just had a connection with them of all these animals, but mostly uh, Red River Hogs kind of like jump started for me personally. Interesting. All right. Um, I know a lot of people that you know talking to the culture representatives over there. You know, like you know, you're, like you're saying your Springbok. That's a pretty common South African dish. Um, I was gonna say that's got to be like a really cool part of your job too. Is like I'll never forget. Um, this guy, and I haven't emailed him in like a year and I should, but he was a cultural representative from Africa and from, uh, Disney's animal kingdom lodge. And I remember I was talking to him and his like family owned a, uh, like a hunting excursion like thing. And I just talked yeah. to him for a while and he like, he, I got his email. I sent him a message just saying how much, like, you know, I appreciated talking to him and him teaching me all this stuff. And like, every probably six or seven months like it's really random but like we'll randomly like just message each other and like that's so cool with that job you have so many cool representatives that like you said they they teach you these things of like spring i mean i would have never known like springbok is a yeah 
common, you know, dish or whatever. Like, you know, do they say anything else as far as like, what's like a, I guess like a, you know, for us, like a ribeye steak or something, like something that's like high end. I mean, they'll use like, I don't know about, uh, they'll use like Ancoli cattle. Yeah. Like that. So, I mean, there's a variety. I do miss our culture reps. We still have them. Yeah. So, um, big part we're missing over at the lodge. Hopefully we can bring that but back. Very informative people. Another reason why the lodge is, you know, one step. Yeah. Like okay. One of the best hotels. But cool. Love it. Um, all right. Won't ask that question. Have you, all right. Have you ever been charged at by an animal? Yes, I have. What yes, animal? Have. <laughs> right in the beginning of my career, I got, it was, it was just like an old shoot moment, but yeah, um, a sable antelope. It was Ooh. just on me on the back, and I was just wasn't, you know, you know, being a greenkeeper rookie, you know, you yeah. learn these things on the field. Some things you can't be taught. So, just like in the on the football field, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, these animals. Can was it? Uh, were you like too close in its territory, or were nah, you just it's more like up on me? I just didn't. Have, I had my back to him. I oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I made did it he, out. Did he get you at all? Did he butt you a little bit or no? It's no. got to be terrifying. You're too no. agile. But you, yeah, it could have been ugly. Yeah, but all was well though. Do they? It was awesome. all me. It was none of the animals. So it was all me. You had to be more aware. I love that. Through hey, through learn, like learn, the uh, through like the savannah in Animal Kingdom and at Dak Lodge and stuff like that. Don't do they separate the males and females to keep like from them being too aggressive or do they give like one male in each area? Cause you don't want two males per yeah, se in the area with, so they'll start fighting, but it's just all different scenarios. It all depends what we're, uh, cause it is all mixed species exhibits. It just all depends on the animals. But yeah, if we have a male breeder, he's only going to be the one there with the females. Yeah. He won't be yeah. Up. We're not going to have them with other males and the females. Cause then that's just going to set up for disaster for aggression and fighting. And um, it probably won't end well. Yeah, mm. not not a good thing to see outside of your Dak Lodge room in the morning. <laughs> I love Dak Lodge. Correct. It's awesome. All right, cool. What is uh, what's one animal that you want at Dak Lodge that currently isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> us keepers have an inside joke because we have tons of uh, wish lists. Always, obviously, you're gonna need money to build certain structures and whatnot. But true. Man, there's just uh, I don't know, sky's the limit. But I would love a pygmy hippo. It would be nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lauren's gonna love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's a amazing. dream. I'm obsessed with hippos. Like absolutely obsessed. Pygmy, pygmy hippos, so like the little ones. The little yeah, ones. The little guys. <laughs> My little floaty boaties. If you follow me on Instagram or on like Facebook, all I do is. Other than Disney and Dolly Parton, is reshare pictures of hippos from like the San Diego Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo. Like I just, I love them so much. Do like penguins? I would love to see. Penguins oh yeah. Outside of Gico, I mean, we have a nice area that we can easily make there for their habitat. Uh, penguins would be nice. There are penguins cool. in Africa. You can fact check me if you don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, man. Yeah, right. I don't think you would have said it if it weren't true. So. Yeah, I love that. Um, so do you know, like, I mean, I guess you could keep this kind of, you know, short answer a little bit, or just in general, how does Disney get their animals? Do you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, we just work with other AZA accredited zoos, uh, facilities. How do you guys know what AZA is? American so, uh, Zoo Association. 
Yeah, kind of like uh, almost getting like FDA approved somewhat okay. Oh, okay. to that. But yeah, it's the AZA accredited zoos. Like the Bronx Zoo back home was the one I used to always go to. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go to other, but um, yeah, we work with other zoos throughout the country, sometimes international. And we work with them a lot of times through that survival species plan. Other times it could just be for breeding uh, purposes um, for the, like another zoo. Um, there are occasions we will work with private sectors, but if we do work with private sectors, like in Texas or even here in Florida, um, they all have to have certain standards to match okay. to us. And usually we expect that as well. Got it. So it's not some black market. Okay. Well, I don't think I any of us actually not. expected that. No, there's no shade. Yeah, hoping for a controversial. Yeah, that would have been cool. No shade. That would have been awesome. No, no they're shady. not. They're not dealing with Tiger King. No, that's what you're prove. trying to. No. That's what you're trying no. to say. And anything, if anyone wondering about the wild, yeah, I mean, if there's, we don't. It's not going out getting stuff in the wild. Only if there's like you know emergencies or like uh, injured animals. You know, that doesn't happen always, but. Sometimes uh, we bring in injured animals, rehabilitate, and we'll release kind of like the manatees over at the seas. Mm, love it. I guess I have a thing for like really fat animals because manatees are all my set. <laughs> hippos are my favorite animals. animals. Fat <laughs> floating animals. <laughs> One is super aggressive and the other is like a giant dog. So, <laughs> um, all right. What is the most difficult animal to care for in your eyes and why? None. None? You yeah. just love, I love it. Good answer. No, none of them difficult. Were any of them more, as far as like when you first started, it took you longer to kind of realize how to take care of them? Like, I'm sure some are, are a little more easier to take care of than others. Or no? Yeah, I mean, it just uh, mostly, I'll say my vulture, just you have to bond with them. You got to earn their trust. Okay. So... I love it. The vultures, man. I love it. All right. This next question, I feel like well, is I a very my, uh, computer. Hold on. Let me get my cord real quick. Yeah, you got it. You I'm got it. Rookie move. No, Rookie it's move. all good. Hold on. We're going to use this break. Corey, hit the sponsor. If you're like me and always missing the parks while at home, I highly recommend going to magiccandlecompany.com to find candles, waxes, sprays, and more containing your favorite theme park smells. Use our promo code HAPPY15, that's H-A-P-P-Y-1-5, to receive 15% off of every purchase from MagicCandleCompany.com. I highly recommend checking them out. We're back. Oh, I did. Um, back to my, um, but I want to finish with that vulture. But, um, yeah, they were, um, they're challenging. Like I said, they, they like to test you. I always like to, uh, especially some of them, they're a little bit more pushier than others, especially when you're feeding them. I always like a joke that I like to test new blood. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. they'll come and charge you or try to bite you or like claws. They, they have they, some kind of a little bit of attitude, a little sass to them. Okay. So one of the things I did when I was first starting and I was learning from others, from more experienced uh, keepers or upper management was just, you know, becoming one with the, the, the vulture. So back in the day, I actually used to just sit in these um, with the vultures. So I would have like five, six of them just like around me. And I would just be like, oh my Indian gosh, just so like cool. hanging with them. Do they not like hiss at you or spit at you or anything well, like that? That's like if you're feeding them and they're trying to test you. They're going to see if you can, if you can just give up the food 
so they can just eat it. Kind of like if you had your dog and you had your pet at your house and they're yeah. trying to test you. Well, he was like, you know, who's the alpha or. Well, like, that's what I mean. The only reason I asked. So at back in my parents' house in Maryland, we yeah. probably have, I mean, the vultures that sit up on the power lines all the time, but we had the barn behind our house. Okay. You know, I think like twice a year though, you know, she'll go in there. She'll lay her like two eggs or so in the barn. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes a raccoon or something like that gets up there and, and will eat up the eggs or whatever. But for the ones that do make it, they're terrifying. You like go up in the barn and all you hear is the, yeah. they, 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 they're like some kind of weird hissing sound. And then, you know, they're just, they're cute little babies. They're the cutest little things, but they're just in the back corner hiding just yeah. this scary hissing sound in, in the barn. Uh, but I always just wondered what that whole thing was about. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm definitely not going anywhere near these things. No, hundred percent. Yeah. They're very great moms. Uh, I mean, they're great parents and they're, they're very protective when they're on a nest or especially with chicks, um, around. So, yeah. So, but when I, I wanted to not associate myself with just with food, I wanted to become one with the vultures mm. kind of sound like avatar now. So uh, <laughs> Don't tell me you started the. <laughs> uh, I just realized this is what I, I basically, they, they, they ripped it off on me. This is what I did. So yeah, I basically trying to enter their world and become, you know, That's what cool. they're seeing and what they are feeling and reacting and um, just be part of their kettle. Yeah. You know what we call them. There's a lot of different names for a, a flock of vultures. If one's like resting trees, what they're flying, it's like a kettle, like a funeral. It's like if they're just, you know, together on the ground. Mm. Funeral? No wonder people associate them with death. There's a, there's a lot of different names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I thought that would just be easier for people to remember. But, uh, so I'll, I'll piggyback a question off that one. Uh, I'm guessing this is a yes. Do any of the animals recognize certain caregivers? Like if those vultures see you, 100%. they know like it's not maybe just for food. It's like, 100%. Hey, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's smart. Such They're a very smart feeling. animals. Yeah, I mean, that's was also back to like my beginning thing of how I transitioned like going to the plant base is that yeah. I've seen how smart a lot of these animals were. Yeah. Shutting their hands on like one on one, and just looking into their eyes and souls. It's really. So do you do you have a best friend? Do you have a best friend animal? I do I, I mean I have a lot. I mean they all I know who is your animals. best friend as an animal? I just bring my last. They're not. They're not listening. It's okay. I should just bring, I don't know. I always feel like they are. So I <laughs> bring my laptop in a few hours and because I'm going to be feeding him at, at around six o'clock in the morning. Oh. You know, Eastern time, that is. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. That uh, is my boy, Loki. He's a Patterson Elan as well. Ah, yes. I've seen you post about him before. Yep. That's my boy, Loki. Loki, Loki, Loki. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cool. Um. <laughs> So this one was very basic. This one's very quick because I know the answer to this. Are cougars, panthers, and mountain lions the same things? No. I didn't think so at all. It's definitely not true. No, they're not. And they all you look at a panther and a mountain lion, you would see definitely a big difference. And they're all and they're all in different parts of the world. Yes. But they like, yeah, to an extent they are similar. I mean, cats and get more in the genomes and want to get more scientific and nerdy, we could, but uh Basically, they're all different. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had a dangerous animal experience? A dangerous animal experience? Yeah. 
not not like not like to the point like did you ever feel like feel like you were in an oh <laughs> moment that's that, basically that, that, that one i told you i mean um the one with my sable that was like a good oh <laughs> moment but okay um no that's about that's it and that was just that kind of just again learning moment very learning moment all right um who's do you know the oldest animal at disney uh, i don't but in our care we have a radiated tortoise um that was confiscated out of the miami airport a lot of them are due to pet trading or making jewelry. Oh my gosh. Well, his name's Chaffee, and he's believed to be in his 40s or early 50s. Okay. Dang. I, all right. So I recently went Bird to Bush Gardens. I went to Bush Gardens, and they got these massive, uh, or no, not Bush Gardens. This was at a Tampa Bay Zoo, which is a very nice zoo, by the way. Lowry Park Zoo? Well, yeah. the Just the big Tampa Bay Zoo. I don't know what the, it's massive. It's big. Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens is big. It's not Bush Gardens. It's, it's the Tampa Bay Zoo. Park. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's in they have tortoises that are like 100. I don't, it, it just blows my mind that tortoises can live that long. Just saying. Well, that's why people shouldn't have them as pets. But yeah. Not so okay. <clears throat> that's why we have a problem in the Everglades with uh, anacondas and pythons because people just dump them off the side of the road because they can't afford to uh, upkeep them. With you know, getting them just food. throw them in the wild. Yep. I follow this girl who has a tortoise. She's had him for like twenty years already. She got him when she was like seven, and she was she's already said she's like tip to I don't know. He, it's a TikTok star tortoise. I don't know. She's already said that like that tortoise is gonna have to go in her will because yep. it's gonna she's outlive crazy. her and her kids. They yep. lived to like hundred and eighty or something like one hundred and fifty or something like that. Yeah. When I was in the Galapagos, I was with Los and George, and it was like 120, 140. That's crazy. I mean, crush. Is there, the is there a way to tell, tell their age? That? Yeah. Is there a way to tell their age? Yeah, on the shell. Okay. Not building on the shell. Kind of like okay. a tree. Like. Okay, cool. Like with the rings and whatnot. Um, do you know why baboons' butts are red? <laughs> Actually, I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I know the exact answer, so I don't want to give false. I don't yeah. work with them, so uh, that's true. I'm gonna say if with me, I maybe to uh, oh. attract the ladies. Okay, so you think it's yeah more of a mating thing? Yeah. Cause just like the blue footed boobies. Yeah, dude, great, great birds, great birds. <laughs> Do uh, all right. So, well, we kind of talked about this, I think, before the show. Uh, someone asked if you've ever seen an animal surgery. Yes, plenty. Yeah, so you deal with it quite a bit. Quite a bit, a lot. Okay. Are they all in at what is it? What is it, Lauren? Rafiki's no, conservation station. Conservation <laughs> station. We do Rafiki's reservation. We need to take you there. Uh, now that we do a lot of them in our barn. In okay. Our barn. Uh, oh. But we can. I've done a lot of my vultures up there as well. At Rafiki's playing a watch on stage like where you can view in the glass. I've been on there many of times talking to guests while our bird is under getting x-rays done or getting, you know, attended to off of bumblefoot, et cetera. There's a lot of different things. Um, I've been up there for like x-rays, MRIs, those stuff mm. usually happen. But we do, they do have mobile. We do um, a lot of voluntary stuff. So that's one of the main reasons why we train our animals. So like my boy Loki's brother Gomez 
was having a, some lameness issues. So we actually trained him to do voluntary x-rays with me. So we were able to do voluntary x-rays so we wouldn't have to knock him down. That's crazy. Great. He let us get um, two different times, multiple wow. x-rays for him. That's crazy. Um, so I know you don't work with these kinds of animals often. Not sure if you would know this. Someone asked, did, uh, do the underwater animals ever get released in the wild? And what's the survival rate? You think the, man- the manatees do. Yeah. Yeah. The manatees, if they're able to go back in the wild, they'll release them. If you're over at the seas. Do you so ever I'm- get, do you ever, do you ever get that with like land animals? Um, the, Would we ever release APA those? Because I feel like that'd be trouble. APA does that with local animals sometimes. If like on um, property animals, I get injured by like okay. a car or other reasons. They'll like rehabilitate if they can, and then we release it. Okay. Animals like on property. Um, but yeah, okay. but maybe for underwater manatees, are probably the biggest ones. You can cool. just go to the seas and learn about that. And they'll. Um, um, I made hunters sit there with me and look at the manatees for a while last time we were all there. Yeah. Little sea cows. Yeah, dove yeah. Sea cows. Forty boating accidents. Big thing. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. Eddie, I got a question real quick. Okay. All right. I'm a I'm a gung ho fan. I'm just going to Animal Kingdom for the first time. Okay. I'm about to, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something crazy, right? Yeah. What are two animal exhibits you would recommend your average guest not sneak into? Because God, oh my God. <laughs> all of them? <laughs> say all of them. Because one, you're going to be kicked out for life. No. <laughs> what about die? <laughs> no, I, I want to know animal, re- animal, animal related, not, oh, not uh, Disney security. Gorillas. I would not go in oh, with Yeah, that would not be good. Okay. Not be good. Well, he... Not- well, he looks like he's not even interested, though. He always just sees all, you know, he just Dude. looks at you. He'll be he interested. That's He'll be. like me. That's like me. I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So silverback gorilla. And then what, what's another one that you would just not recommend jumping into their exhibit? Oh, I'll definitely not do a lion. <laughs> a lion. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a fair point. Fair. I was, uh, or Corey, I, would... I feel like that's a very a basic close, like a close one would be the painted dogs very intelligent i was oh. just gonna say like hyenas are painted highest, dogs. i always forget that they're highest um kill ratio of any animal in africa they have like 78 hmm. percent so um they're very intelligent. yeah no staying away from them beautiful dogs yeah. yeah i was gonna say the dinosaurs <laughs> over in uh land you don't want to speak <laughs> to that too that animatronic will mess you up no don't do any of it well listen we always hear about people and and that i don't know if it's a rumor if it's true and maybe you know you can't even shed light as a former ksr driver but you know if if my kid jumps in with the crocs are you driving off or are we helping that kid out or is that kid a goner this is just me no we can this is just me off off name tag this is just i mean i'm just pure instincts and i was back then driving 100% 100% I'll be going in. Oh, I like it. Whoa. Hero mentality. 100%. And I got multiple. I mean, I got stories that I don't think I could share on air, but um, <laughs> let's go. Dude. Hey, Patreon let's go. tonight. I got stuff from the lodge I could share, but. Patreon. But, uh, we'll do gosh. a Patreon episode for sure. Yes, please. But that's crazy. So you would, you would instinct. 
stop the Ooh, truck and dive in tough. with the Crocs to save a child. Dude, all right, here's the thing. 100%. Because it was on my watch. This is what happens. All right, but this is what on happens. My watch. <laughs> Eddie, this is what's going to happen. No one's dying you on Jump my into the pit. Yep. It's like Anchorman 2 when they jump in the bear pit. Oh, yeah. What, what do you think your percentage chances of living is after you jump in the pit? One that they – it's probably not going to be that good of a chance of survival. <laughs> so now two people die. I immediately regret this saw. decision. <laughs> well, the problem is they feed their aunt from that bridge. So just like training one-on-one, they're going to associate anything that's coming over that bridge as food for them. <laughs> Hmm. So once they hear a splash, they're gonna be like, "That's food," and it came from that same direction. Wow! All right, here All right. I, here's a question. This is gonna be my question. But I'm going in, baby. I'm going I, in. Dude, <laughs> I like it. Here's my question. Yeah. Fifty humans. There's twenty crocs in that pit. Fifty humans jump down. Who wins? Fifty humans. Fifty people versus what kind of twenty crocs. And you're just fighting them. You're just like it's a fist, full on fisticuffs. Full on fight to the death. It, it, I don't think wins. a human can do anything to a crocodile with your them fist. Steve Irwin and one me, and then I'm going with you. <laughs> 29, 29 Steve Irwin. and one me, I'm in. I'm going with my odds. Mm. Man, I got Sting, Ric Flair, Hogan. <laughs> Wait, what are you expecting? You're going to do that leg oh. drop. You want Hogan oh. to do that leg drop. Yeah. You want some DDT? Action? I got the whole NWO coming oh, in. All right. So the wrestler brawl against the crowd. One of my ways when I was first coming here and trying to get animal experience, I were, I volunteered at a place called in Christmas, Florida. Had no idea where I was. Talk about middle of nowhere of Florida. And I've uh, heard of that. I've heard of that. Place. Man, and this like they would just people would call me a Yankee boy when I was down because my accent was it was heavier and. It was just another type of Florida. <laughs> and uh, they had a, there's a really like old school zoo there. Um, and one of them had a crock pit in there. And they one time told me to just go in there and take all the large crocs out of there. And I went in there. This is what I, lucky I was in my 20s. I don't know if I would do it now. <laughs> I was like, looking back, I was like, I probably could have died in there. I'm not lying. It was a crock pit and had at least like 30 or 40 crocs in there oh, nothing like you know big. everything was probably like five foot or less but i'm just in there by myself and i'm picking them up and i'm just like throwing what the them heck? to relocate them into a larger exhibit these bigger ones and then i had to like jump on these ones that were like six seven feet and now, <laughs> tell you what, now i want to say it's like oh shit moment because i was like just volunteering i was just trying to get my 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 foot in the door yeah and i'm not lying like i used to jump on these alligators like steve Irwin. Yeah. But coming from Connecticut, like I never saw a gator in my life, let alone a crocodile. So anything that was above like three feet, I thought it was like 10 feet. So mm. I was like, oh my God. But yeah, I, these, these were some big boys. And I would that never forget. So funny. I was like, you got to go jump on there, tape the mouth, and then hold on. And they're like, you got to straddle the legs and then, then the tail, because the tails are really good. is going to, you know, break your bones. They're so strong. Yeah, I'm on there and it is just thrashing me. I'm not. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how. I have all my fingers and toes, but things you do when you're in your 20s, I tell that's you. That's true. That's true. But back to the original thing is knowing that I did that and I survived. I'm I'm still going in. All right, I like it. All right. But, um, I got I got one. So yeah. 
only only answer this if this is public knowledge, I guess. No, okay. no secret. But has there any ever been an animal escape, a documented animal escape from either Animal Kingdom, Dak Lodge? I have one. that the public knows about, <laughs> preferably. Well, they could be at the park. While you think, all I remember is once a week. Lodge. I mean, we we practice those scenarios a lot. Dag Lodge been good. Um, once a week at I Animal Kingdom, say, macaws, the freaking well, macaws. Yeah, macaws come all the time over to the lodge. You gotta call that. Yeah, the macaws they they wander. Um, they just they just mosey on over to the say, lodge. I want to say this was they had to escort everyone out. I think there was, excuse me, I don't know. I think it was back when I was on the safari ride, but it was an off day or as when I was first starting. I think the cheetah got out of an exhibit. It kind of got in the moat area. Dang. We're out. I can't remember, but they, they had to like shut down the ride and like evacuate stuff. But everything, everything was fine. Nothing extreme. But that was like people in the public knew because they had to like leave the area. And that's Thanks. just the cheetahs escape, like going from like their one exhibit to like yeah. the next. Like, wherever obviously, the, wherever the moat obviously not in the, the park. Or whatever. Yeah. The moat, but there was a few times that guests actually jumped off KSR around in that East Savannah. Yeah, yeah. dude, nuts. Yeah, that was not dead smart. Public, and yeah, it was not smart. I always, look, I always look at that. Uh, that little uh, cliff that the lions are sitting on. I'm like, eh, if he gets a good jump. If he gets a good jump, he could, he could do it if he really wanted to. Yeah, I feel unless it's a lot bigger gap than they make. They use that force perspective to trick you, but yeah, it's like twenty feet. Oh, really? It looks um, a lot closer. Ah, those Imagineers, but yeah, I know, I know. Guests have gone off the KSR ride in dangerous spots. Um, yeah, not end well. Oh, usually man. they're intoxicated. Is usually what happens when That's they do. It's gonna it. do it. It's gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> Folks, and um, I'm doing that. This is a random question. Do any animals have spots that resemble hidden Mickey's? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cute. What, what do we got? What do we got? You have to come. I can't give you hidden Mickey's away. Oh, that's why they're hidden. Go. There it is. All right. So everybody, make sure you look around. They gotta come to the lodge. Come to the lodge. So it's at the lodge. Yep. Okay. Hidden Mickey's on the Savannah as well. Are they All real right. hidden Mickey marks, or do you take a can of black spray paint when you go <laughs> out? <laughs> like, All right, Loki, you're the one today. Here's your Mickey. Psst, psst, psst. And there you go. <laughs> I'm putting bug spray on them. I'll make one for you guys. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Love it. Um, I love putting bug spray on them. <laughs> so just a couple more questions. Uh, when will the ostrich eggs ever hatch? In- <laughs> <laughs> now they're filled with cement. Hey, hey. Yeah. I, I look. I believed it. I, I every time I go there, I'm like, oh wow, look. Hunter, had, Hunter had, look. We just oh, they're still cooking to, in there. All right, Hunter, Hunter had to break the news. There's just always baby it. ostriches. Corey's wondering why they haven't hatched in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, they take I a long saw, time to hey. incubate, Corey. It's just it's I didn't really know. Long. I didn't know. Oh. That's, yeah, you never I don't know. With the eggs, real quick. It was like during Christmas. It's Christmas Day, many years ago. I was at Arusha, Savannah, 
And I like to educate guests with the ostrich eggs because we have ostrich and they still lay them. They're just not fertile because we don't have males. And I like to just tell them how like strong the outer shell can last. It can hold up to like a hundred pounds, something mm. like that for protection. That's crazy. So uh, I'll never forget, it was pouring rain out. I have no rain gear on. And I'm like educate, talking to guests on their balconies. And I just step on it. And I'm telling you, it works 99.9% of the times. And it just shattered all over my leg. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all like on my leg and it was just running. And then I'm just like talking to the guests, trying not to like laugh. It was so embarrassing, but I was laughing too. And then inside. Wait. That's hilarious. So if they're not fertile, like what happens to them? The eggs, did they get eaten? Because I know ostrich eggs. They, cook them. they cook them. No, we uh, properly dispose that. Okay. Oak and stuff. And we actually repurpose them for like Easter time or like Christmas where we uh, fundraise money for our uh, DWC conservation. That's cool. Like Easter egg, like we'll come and like guests um, take actual um, eggs that are hollow inside but they get a doodle and like they'll pay for a for it and then they get to draw on it and whatnot and keep mm. it and then okay that's cool our conservation fund or during i think christmas or other uh, we have people all throughout the hotel and different departments like design different things while using that as the main focus and then we like auction them off um to guests or like a sign auction or we have like a contest and we like display it and then guess like vote which is like best Mm-hmm. Like the side of it's like a sound auction, or like all that money goes to like the conservation fund. So we use those ostrich eggs for like education purposes. That's cool. Yeah. So it's not like Tusker House breakfast. No, but that's the idea. <laughs> beginning things. Ostrich eggs, people like eat them all the time. And oh, well, that's why I asked because that is like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally a thing. Yeah. The yolk was so like it was all over me. It was I was covered in yellow. Oh my, that is so funny. It's like two dozen chicken eggs, if I remember. Oh my, that's Dang. a ton. That's a lot of egg. Yolk covered. A lot of bird. Oh yeah. Um, all right, this is the last question we have wait. from the listeners. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Never mind, you, you said from yours? the listeners. Yeah, from the listeners. Could a human ever... This I like the fighting one. Someone did ask, could a human ever win a fight with a hippo? No. What kind of question is that? I don't know. Well, I had why to, did you ask, have to ask someone that one asked... before my question. I know, but the, listen, this <laughs> would destroy. You just Wait, ruined so my question. Wait, it what? Like, the it death actually... rate with hippos and humans yeah. is crazy. Stop, 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 stop. Lauren, do what don't is do your it. question? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do, no, don't do it. Don't ruin hippos for me. I already know. I have this friend on Facebook who likes to tell me every single time I share about, look at these cute hippos. Lauren, don't forget, they're deadly. He's like, I just want to protect you. They're one very day deadly. Hippos. They don't go out and like seek to kill you. They're very protective of their territory. But my question is, who do I need to network with to meet a baby hippo? And this is dead serious. <laughs> How do I meet a baby hippo? <laughs> you can, mm. uh, you can go, go to veterinary school. You can go to veterinary <laughs> school, learn how to <laughs> care for hippos, get hired as a hippo. I mean, in my lifetime, I need to meet a hippo. And I feel like my safest bet is a baby. I can easily set you up to meet a hippo. Hey! What? what? Yeah. My, <laughs> I, uh, I, I would cry. <laughs> my coworker was with the baby hippo last week. That's awesome. You know, I was born at Dak. I don't know if you've been following that on KSL. Of course I have. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's all about it. Eddie, make this happen. 
Can make oh it my god, I, my life would be made. I could. This will be tomorrow. This will oh be my, my Christmas gift to you, Eldel. <laughs> is introducing you. No, your you. gift. <laughs> Eddie, I would like <laughs> Eddie. You know when we were kids and we'd go on field trips to the zoos and stuff, and you'd always like, you know, probably buy a cool pair of uh, glasses or something like that, but you'd yeah. always get the, the monkey to hang around your neck. I still have them. You know, like the Velcro hands. Yeah. All yeah. I wanted, if she's getting the hippo experience, all <laughs> whoa, I whoa. want. I what want is a, happening? This isn't a wish list this here. A giveaway. Everybody for Christmas. <laughs> this is what I'm getting you. Eddie's just going to introduce you all the animals. I don't know if it's safe or not, but I would love to hold a gibbon and just see if it would just hang out and just hold gibbons. around my neck like that. Gibbons are cool right now. I love gibbons. I, so I got, when I, when I worked at Animal Kingdom back in what, 11 years ago now but i worked at cali where we had the gibbons all day and just hearing them doing their calls all day and whatnot and mm -hmm. i think they actually sent one of the females off to ohio or something like that for like you said earlier like breeding purposes and things like that but mm -hmm. gosh i love those things so much they're so cool there's i mean i don't know if athletics even the word to uh describe what they're able to do from when they get going but uh yeah, for those of you who don't or really kind of skip over Cali River Rapids, definitely go to the bridges over there and check out the Gibbons because they are mm. amazing. Amazing. All right. And I, I, it's I, would like wish ride, I would like to ride an elephant, so put that one on the list as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll be able to knock all these out in one weekend. I got you for the, yeah, I can get you that, the hippo. <laughs> Cash trip. So, here we go. Hey, I'm January. If this could actually be a thing. Eddie, January, uh, end of January, we're doing a cast trip. Make it happen. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there in make November. It, how about, can you please make it happen, No, no Eddie. Make it happen. You I guess kindly. You How do I need a Steelers jersey when she comes? That's all. Oh, all right. I don't have to, or I have to. Yeah, you have to. What a win, bro. Kings of the North. Pittsburgh. Oh, Corey's just not. Eddie and I yeah, go back and forth. About. Eddie and I go back and forth quite a few times every season for the last probably good Maybe 10 that's years. it. Maybe Corey has to wear the Steelers jersey. Hey, if I get to hold, if I get to hold and hug a Gibbon, I'm nope. all for it. <laughs> Whoa, Hard we're not tears. doing the Gibbon. <laughs> the Gibbon's out. The Gibbon's out. Gibbon's out of the deal. Gibbon is out. Hippo's in. I love it. I, I could, I could set that. No, seriously, uh, Eddie. Thank you again for joining us, dude. This has been a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed this. I learned a lot. Had a good time. Eddie, you are the man. I appreciate Seriously. Thank you for joining yeah. us. That was so fun. Learned a lot. You, I'm always here. I'm always here. I'm like, I'm about to be making the donuts soon. Time to make the donuts in a few. Let's weeks. go. You no, know? and I'll be hearing those gibbons. They bright and early. They start vocalizing. No, they so early. Yeah, man. It's it's not often you can it. say you listen to the happiest podcast on earth and learn something. So never. What a nice never. Never. for us. Never. Very rarely. Yeah, by listening with this Halloween stuff, I'm all in, baby. Yo, oh, yeah. Eddie, seriously, hey, you can take my spot on Halloween bro. episodes. Yeah, there you I'm go. All in Halloween. Eddie, come to Tampa. Hollow scream. Let's do this. I'm in. Let's let's connect on that. And let's right. get, I saw you uh, with some coffee beans. I'm all about that. Yo, yo, true. Let's get coffee. you that. We'll get you our happiest blend on this earth. Is going. All right, I love it. All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Ask Eddie Simone is finally complete. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, just seriously enjoyed this. Um, Eddie, thanks again for being here. I appreciate you for sure. Um, you the man. Eddie, do you have anything else you want to tell everyone 
before we head out? Me? Yeah. Make sure you leave candy out outside of the door. <laughs> Trick or treat. We're going to be watching Patreon. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Ask an thing. animal expert. What's the final thing you got? Leave candy leave out. Candy the- out. <laughs> Remember, protect wild things in wild places. That's right. That's right. And, and use a metal straw, reusable straw. Hey, we can go. I could talk all about those reusables and uh, practicing zero waste. My barn is zero waste. My barn is fully zero Let's waste. Go. That's awesome. We get, we get, that could be a whole nother episode. How I love it. We can talk about that. We do at Disney too. To cool. save these animals in the wildlife. And save those episode. Save those tigers and orangutans. Very nice. That's so cool. I want to thank all of you for being an amazing and supportive group of listeners that we enjoy interacting with and talking to. We wouldn't be able to do all of this if it wasn't for you all. So thank you for listening and being part of our happiest podcast on earth family. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. So we will talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week and ta-ta for now. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.